0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephyr only on 101.9 High FM.
1: You may already know my first guest today, Mpo After all, he is something of a celebrity. I first met him when he was an actor on the popular soapy Uvanga, and still remember what it was like being with him in public, as every passer-by stopped to hug him. Umpo has founded an NGO, the Institute of Foreign Affairs, and one of his articles entitled, Africa Must Approach Its Debt Question as a Block has got those in the sector talking. I'm absolutely delighted to have Impul with me now. Ampo, welcome and thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you so much, Cherise.
1: Impul, what is your new institute about?
0: Institute of uh, Foreign Affairs is a vehicle through which... Um, we would like to uh, influence um, South Africa's foreign policy. Um, we would like to to contribute uh, to new knowledge in the uh, space of international um international political economy um but um uh, like um, i said uh, mainly in in the foreign policy of um the country uh, the manner in which south africa um relates with other um uh, countries um outside um of itself and um it it comes uh Obviously, in the wake of this COVID-19 lockdowns and all that, and we believe that it is an opportune time to really start making contributions of new knowledge. Um, You would uh, imagine that governments and institutions are always uh, looking into research institutions um, for contributions and therefore... This is one of those we want to to play in that space as well.
1: You talk about COVID-19 and a, a kind of an African bloc responding to it. But before we go then, Ampo, what are your views of South African foreign policy? I know as a journalist, you've followed this very closely over the years. And where are we as South Africans now?
0: Well, as a journalist for many years, yes, I did that, uh, you know, given the fact that my bit was um, uh, politics. Um, But I subsequently became a scholar um, and um, actually at the moment trying to get uh, my uh, PhDs, admissions and, you know, proposals and all that um, at the University of South Africa in the same area of uh, politics and international relations um i am indeed a uh, i can at least now call myself a scholar um who has studied uh, South Africa's foreign policy uh, and as far as the United Nations is concerned, its relationship with states at that level, but also on the African continent, you know, how we have uh, reacted throughout the different precedents that we have, how uh, our foreign policy has been shaped. And if you look at uh, the facts and that is what the academia world has to do it is is to always look at the facts you can see that there there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, inconsistencies in south Africa's foreign policies. Um, there are areas where it would come out, uh, and by it I mean South Africa, South Africa would come out very, very strongly um, on, you know, issues uh, of human rights. Uh, but, but there are also areas where, uh, you know, where South Africa is found wanting and uh, thereby putting into question its own moral standing Um Because uh, South Africa's foreign policy, as as we would remember, uh, just upon admission into the multilateral institutions of the world, and particularly the United Nations, it was Nelson Mandela who just before that admission, in fact, around 1993, said, look, our foreign policy is going to be informed by uh human rights and um, protection of um, basic rights and freedoms and all the other liberties which was a message that he emphasized upon his uh, first address to the UN in 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 1994 um, and therefore um, it it is, uh, it is it is uh, it is it's disappointing that at times um, this this country, um, small as it may be in the international space but big in terms of its uh, aura which we can only attribute to the great Nelson Mandela is sometimes found um, wanting when it comes to issues of international importance where they are supposed to to speak out and and condemn and i can give you uh, without really deviating i can give you an example that um, Whenever an issue, and I, I know uh, um, perhaps people will want to challenge me on this one, and I'm prepared to defend uh, my, my, my position and my views, uh, which is what scholars must do. Whenever an issue about the state of Israel is raised, for instance, at the United Nations, South Africa is the first uh, country or among the first to, to, to vote, and um, uh, it is among the first to speak out, um, which is good. Um, but when similar and even some worse scenarios are raised, South Africa sometimes abstains from even voting um, which which then puts into question how. Uh, rigid um, the, is South Africa's foreign policy or does it have eyes? Does it see who is speaking? And uh, if not, uh, then perhaps it is time that we really questioned it.
1: Um, Paul, we are running out of time to go into your paper. So I'm going to just let you refer people if they'd like to read it. But what, I, what I'd like to know from you in the last remaining minutes is what has the response to your new institute being by government and fellow NGOs working in that space?
0: Well, I guess, I mean, others are excited that there's a new voice and perhaps a person like myself is now entering that space. Um, And, Some government um, officials obviously uh, may not be very excited. We raised, um, I mean, the the, the question that, the paper that you're talking about, um, Africa must, uh, you know, approach its uh, debt question as a block. It's not just far-fetched, it's based on um, the uh, commitments that Africa has made upon founding the African Union um, they are resolutions, the, there's the EZLUNI Consensus, the self Declarations wherein South Africa had said uh, not South Africa but Africa had said we must start um, talking about this um, over indebtedness of African states and um uh, President Mbeki and I think uh, President Boreflika uh, were at some point mandated to to take those issues up. So those are some of the issues that we are raising to say, uh, look, let's go back then to the basics, because if we don't, this beautiful continent of ours and we don't have any other, um, is just going to end up heavily uh, indebted. And there's nothing that is going to happen um, to, for as long as the African Union um relevant in the manner that it is now
1: and for, I am delighted to see a new NGO in this space uh, I am also excited to hear that you have registered for your PhD I wish you a lot of luck if anybody would like to get hold of people learn more about the institute what should they do?
0: They can follow me on Twitter at uh, Mpotsedu, even the, the article that I'm referring to and the other, uh, there's another one actually which has caused us a little problems where we were addressing the Minister of DTI, uh, Brian Patel. Um, on opening up the uh, e-commerce space, They're, they are all on on the uh, uh, Twitter f- uh, space and on Facebook um, Institute of uh, of uh, f- Foreign Affairs, but on Twitter, that's mainly where I am uh, quite active. At Import Sedu.
1: Mport, thank you so much for joining me, and good luck with your new institute. That was Import Sedu, the founder of the Institute of Foreign Affairs.